0: So anyhow, we were headed to Venezuela, and uh, we just got, I got back from Africa. I don't think she went that time, and, then, and uh, we were doing a pastor's conference there, which is a communist country, and uh, I had left her passport with her, and so she was looking for it, because I keep it in a secure place with mine, and then I was leaving the country, so here's your passport. She couldn't find it. Well, you got to understand, no passport, no go. So, I I texted my daughter about something else. I said, "Your mom can't find her passport. Pray." And so she she prayed, and it wasn't very long until Sandy found it. And she, of course, my daughter taking full credit. She says, "My prayers work great for others, (laughs) if only they were that effective for myself." And I and I, I text her back and I says, "Well, with faith and patience, you inherit the promises." And then she replied, "She says it's a whole lot more patience, if you ask me." <laughs> and that's what we're going to talk about: faith and patience. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus, and we thank you for the anointing of the Holy Ghost. We thank you that, Father, in this house, that you will move and you will speak to your people. That, Father, that you will encourage them, you will lift them up. Father, I thank you that you're going to walk out of here with the authority to take, to, to, with the authority of the name of Jesus. to to absolutely rule and reign over every aspect of their lives. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Mark 11, 23 and verse 24. Jesus is talking to us. Can we believe what Jesus says? He says, for assuredly I say to you, whoever says. Are you a whoever? Whoever says to this mountain, be removed to be cast in the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. What a wonderful promise. Amen? If we just did it. Problem is, is it this, it's a whoever says. We got to know that's somebody else. That's not me. Because uh, I'm not holy enough. I'm not righteous enough. I, I'm not a pastor. I, I'm not an elder. I, you know, I still mess up from time to time. It said, I think it said whoever. I think it's the blood of Jesus that qualifies us. Is that right? That's his blood of Jesus covers all my sin. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, you shot somebody the finger yesterday, but guess God, hallelujah, you asked God to forgive you. And now then, guess what? You're whoever. Amen. 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 But see, so we see that it says it and does not doubt in his heart, but believes those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. You can have mountain moving faith. Moving a mountain into the sea. No big deal. But one thing perplexes me, it never remember hearing anywhere in here or guarantee that as we're moving mountains, being removed, I don't recall it saying when. I don't like that. I want to, shall be removed right now. Right. Right now, immediately, instantaneously. Yeah, that's what we want. Well, see, keeping an attitude, the right attitude, yeah. while waiting for your miracle is crucial. Yeah. So good. That's good. That's good. Yes, it is. So, what do you do when you speak to your mountain and it does not move immediately? What do you do? You quit. No. Oh, I got somebody. <laughs> No, no. Well, I, told, I just talked to it three times. It didn't move. Come on, come on. Whoever says and does not doubt. Whoever says and does not doubt. Now, we're talking to an, an inanimate object here. We're talking about a physical mountain. Jesus is looking at a mountain when he's saying this. Yeah, right, now, that's impossible. How can rocks obey? Do you understand that everything's got God's DNA in it? Yeah. It will obey everything. The Bible said the rocks will cry out if you're not careful. So we understand that God is, has a principle of, with us that we can speak to things. We can. But you can't doubt. You have to believe. See, faith and patience are the factor here. And we're going to have to, if we're going to operate in mountain-moving faith. I took over the church in Sulphur Springs and... Uh, I think I can say it was in May Day. It was headed for the mountain. All controls were back. Everyone in the house was screaming, We're going down! It was kind of that way. They talked about, the the leaders had talked about disbanding and selling the property. In lies where I walk in. And uh, a little bored, needing a challenge. And Lord Jesus, did I get one. You know, uh, I preached my first service, 25 people. Uh, Mortgage was $2,300 a month. I told the previous pastor I'd pay him for six weeks. Uh, Sandy and I opened the first Monday there, $1,200 worth of past due bills. I found out later there was a pending lawsuit between him and the contractor, the pastor and the contractor, because he got mad at the contractor and, and he did what he thought was right. Well, the Broke contract, $15,000 later. And uh, uh, he hadn't paid payroll taxes on people for three years and reported them, which was $10,000 plus penalties and interest. Not only that, but it seemed like the previous pastor's wife had a little bit of inferiority complex. So any strong leader, she pushed down, and anybody that was... a uh, new Christian or weak leaders she would bring around and make them leadership so she basically alienated all the leaders there was a lot of wounds there and you know I can tell you that I had a mountain to move and long here comes Brian he comes to help because he's my worship leader and he thinks what kind of a gig you got me here man this is not (laughs) This is, not, this is not a good song and dance show. This is, this is all hell break loose. This is bad. This is depression. Every time I leave, I don't want to be here. I'm, I'm called to greater things than this. And I just said, you know, just like this. Well, with faith and patience, you inherit the promises. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Because I can't quit. No. I could say, in four years, God paid off 45,000 dollars worth of debt, and people began to believe again. In eight years, actually, I think we turned around the, the name of the church and the community, because it, it had kind of a bad name. <clears throat> and uh, what I do? I talked about faith and patience, preached on faith, and we moved that mountain one teaspoon at a time. One teaspoon at a time. Now, the day that I walked into that church, there was 25 people. And after I looked at everything, that weak, little, barren church that everyone else had quit on, Who knows? Who knew that she would give birth someday? Yeah. 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 Now, can I ask a question? What would have happened if I would have quit? That's good. Come on, that's good. This is great, Pastor. Very good. See, that's the problem with America. We just quit. Hell with you. I quit you. I quit you. Quit the marriage. Quit the friendship. Quit the church. Let's quit. Oh. Don't walk away from your miracle. See, it's just with faith and patience. You inherit. You inherit. So we see that a lot of things. And life come at us. Now, I know that everyone here is happily married. And you never have a struggle in your marriage whatsoever. And I know your children never give you any trouble whatsoever. I know that everything here is perfect. Everything here is smooth. No problems whatsoever. But just for the people that you may know that may have problems or difficulties, I I will talk about this so that you can pass this information on to them. Because it's important that you understand that you don't quit. So you, so often we find people that shop for churches like they go to Walmart and Target. See, God's got a place for you to go through process. God's got a place for you where you can put your roots down, ladies and gentlemen. And he wants you to grow in the things of God. And you can't take a plant and move it every six months and expect it not to be stunted in his growth. If you want to see fruit, you need to put your roots down and say, this is where God has called me. You can't quit. Brian and I and a bunch of preachers were headed down to eat somewhere. I was going to have fun and get a phone call from a guy. He's crying. He says, you, you, you got to come. You got to come. You got to come. You got to come. So I pull over the side of the road and say, all right, you got to come. Somebody come get me. And I, they believe me at a post office in Cumby or something. I don't know. <laughs> they go off and I go, shoot, I want to go with them. God, one hour one hour old he found that his wife had committed adultery with her ex-husband and it seemed as if she had an ongoing affair with him I was in the middle of it walked in and I mean they were dropping F-bombs they were cussing they were hurt, blood was everywhere not literally But you understand, it was not pretty. And I thought, Lord God, is there any way, is there any way you can fix this? God, because this is above me. This is beyond me. What in the world can I do here? And ultimately, God, in his infinite mercy, reached in, and I saw God do a miracle. She was so hurt. She was, listen, does you think that, well, it's just her. She's the problem. No, she's, she's now overcome with guilt and condemnation. She, she doesn't think she's worthy of anything. And anything he says to her, she thinks I deserve it. And ultimately, we would say the same thing. If you haven't screwed up, then I suggest you get up and walk out now. Because we're a bunch of screw-ups here. I'm capable of almost anything. Well, let me think about that a while. Now then, they're happily married, serving in leadership. I can go down the list one after another. That one was just the surface. I can go deeper and harder and worse. And I say, God does it if you just won't quit. (laughs) Hebrews 6.12 says this, that you do not become sluggish, but imitate those who faith and patience inherit the promises. Oh, man. You can have faith and believe with all your heart. And you're never guaranteed for an instantaneous answer. Right. Come on, that's good. Right. That's good. But you will reap yeah, yeah. if you think not. That's not Amen. Yeah. Imitate those who faith and patience inherit the promises. How did they inherit the promises? They refused to doubt. And they kept believing. And they kept saying. Romans 10, 8 through 10 says, but... What does it say? The word of God is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. The word of faith which we preach. I'm preaching the word of faith now. I'm building faith in your heart now. That if you confess with your mouth, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart, confess and believe in your heart, that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. With the heart, one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Now it says confession four times, and when your heart, four times. So we see, that, we see that the heart and the mouth are connected. So we see that the word of faith which we preach is connected by the, what comes out of, out of the heart, out of the mouth. That's what See, that's faith. See, that's action. You're acting on what you believe when you confess what you believe. How you're saved. This is how you're saved. You say, well, everybody gets saved. We understand how we get saved. But see, this is the same aspect. is. This is how you get healed. This is how you get prosperous. This is how you bring healing to your marriage. This is how you do everything. This is, a, this is absolutely. See, faith is the currency of the kingdom. That's what God uses. See, God's not moved by your need. He's moved by your faith. You can beg God all day long, and you know what? God's not moved by your begging. He's moved by your faith in his word. He's moved by what you believe he says he will do. See when you hold up his word, see he says, see when you confess his word, it will go out and it will not return void. It will do what he called it to do. See, if you go around cursing yourself, cursing your marriage, cursing your business, cursing everything you put your hand to, then ultimately you wonder, "What's going on?" It's because you got a trash mouth, darling. Come on. I need 2 hours. I'm not past point one here yet. All right, for my daughter-in-law. Let's like, for instance, believing alone is not enough. For instance, okay, I gave this illustration last time. I'll do it again. If a man walked in, he comes in. He's starving to death. He falls right down here, but he's not quite dead. And we have a paramedic come in, looks at, hey, we, he's in the last stages of dying. If he eats something, he'll, he'll live. And we bring him to, we say, hey, if you eat something, do you believe you'll live? Well, of course I believe he eats something, i will live. And within a half hour, he says, okay, you, you, but if you don't eat something in a half hour, you're going to die. Do you believe if you eat something, you'll live? Well, I believe if I eat something, I'll live. And in 30 minutes, he falls over dead. Why? What happened? He didn't eat anything. So he didn't act on what he believed. That's so, good. so I believe, I believe God heals. Well, what are you acting on? So good. Good. I believe God will take care of a marriage. What are you acting on? Well, I'm calling Aunt Sue. She's been, you know, she's my marriage counselor. Well, she's been divorced four times. (laughs) Hello? (laughs) See, so often we find people have an inventory. They're killing themselves with their own mouth. See, confession is made unto salvation. Confession is made unto prosperity. Confession is made unto restoration. 2 Timothy 4, 7, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. You're in a race. It's not a sprint. It's not a marathon. You're going to run this race every day you get up. Come on. Come on. That's right. It's a fight you're meant to win. I have kept faith. See, The problem today is we live in a world that, that, that caters to instant gratification. We got the attention span of a hummingbird. Squirrel. I mean, we gone. Remote. Dum, 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 dum. 140 channels. Start all over again. I mean, if I was, if I was a TV program, you guys already switched me off. I'm gone. That's the way it works. So that's what happens. And what we do is we take that instant gratification, that microwave theology into the presence of God. God, I need it now. By 2 o'clock Thursday. Just saying. (laughs) And you walk away and say, prayer doesn't work. Well, no, you don't work prayer. You're trying to do this your way, not God's way. And God doesn't do things your way. He does it his way. Yeah. Remember the first time you had a microwave? Huh? Huh? Man, it was so good. You didn't have to put it in the oven anymore. Reach over to and that the older guy's. So, you used to put it in the oven, heat it up. Now the microwave, done. Now you find yourself putting in the microwave going. What's going so, why is it so long? Faith and patience will get you your answer. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I'm going to skip all this good stuff. Man, this is good stuff. You want me to come back. This is really good. Galatians 6, 9 says, let us not, grow, not, let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not lose heart. Now, if God tells us not to be weary, then is there going to be a danger of being weary? That's why you show up for church. Church is not optional. It's a necessity. If you're going to run this race, you better get here, get I-V hooked up, and get what you need. Don't get tired of acting on what you do. Now, now, I've got a little thing here somewhere. Now, how many know that this is is something pot? A pot in which we're gonna plant a seed. Now we'll push that seed in there. I got two seeds. Now then. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) Crap, it don't work. (laughs) That's what we do. It don't work. (laughs) Yes, it does. Because what happens, it starts putting roots down for you. ever see any growth out of it? And so you've got words in your mouth. They're seeds, ladies and gentlemen. They're seeds. 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 Man. Philippians 4, 1, 6 says, Being confident in this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. The Lord has started something in you and he will complete it. Now, this is what I got to say. Pastor Brian and Crystal are instant successes. This church is an instant success. That's what some people say. He served me for 17 years. Crystal, you served me for like 15, 12 something. I don't know. However long, long time. Nancy served me, Jimmy. A lot of you guys in here that volunteered to help some of you members here, past members served, worked in church. And who knew? Crystal walked in there and uh, I kept telling Brian, it's the son. God in heaven, she wore short shorts up to here. I said, Lord Jesus. I said, son, don't you get horizontal with her. My God in heaven, man, I'm looking at this girl and I go, Lord Jesus. This boy, what's the? And now then, guess what? God knew something about him. And you know what? It was easy all those years. He never wanted to quit one time. She never wanted to quit one time. We had smooth training. We never had any problems as me being the pastor. Never had any difficulties. We never had a problem with any, any members. Everything went really well. See, see but see, you've got to see this. What would have happened if they would have quit? You're here because we don't quit. You don't quit. Just saying. So this is what I've got to say. No matter where you are in life, I want to tell you there's do-overs for you. If you quit, don't worry about it. Don't cry over sawdust, sweetheart. Just get up and say, you know what? God's got a plan for me. God's got a plan for me. I wonder if anybody here, you've been, you have have—you been, you need a new start. You just need a new start. Today, I need a new start. I've blown it. Now I'm ready to put my hand to the plow. I don't want to quit. I want my destiny. There's a new beginning for you here. That's you today. I want you to just put your hand in the air right right where you're at. I'll see that. Hands everywhere. Hands everywhere. Glory to God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke disappointment. I rebuke condemnation. Lord, the times that they stood in front of the mirror and they condemned themselves, they said awful things about themselves. Lord, we erase those words in Jesus' name. And, Father, now I thank you for the anointing of the Spirit of God that's upon them now to give them a new beginning, that, Lord to God, they will begin to step into a realm that they've not known before. They'll understand, God, that with faith and patience, believing that you can move the mountain, anything is possible. Anything is possible. At The Church RC, we aim to help you encounter Jesus. If you want to further connect with us, you can find us online at thechurchrc.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at thechurchrc. If you have a story to share about how God is moving in your life, you can email us at amen at thechurchrc.com.